Howdy duty. What up? I'm Mo. That is Z Bobby Z Bobs today. Something. Mo, what is going on, my friend? I How am, you doing today? I am doing very, very good today, my friend. You know why? Because today is 80s day. 80s day, huh? I love it. That's my decade. Even though I went to high school in the 90s, the 80s was my jam. And we got some good music, a lot that you might have heard, some you probably haven't. And if you have, then you're just an old fuck like me. So more power to you. I love it. So, so I gotta ask you here, Mole. Sure, um, sure. You know, I'm I'm a little younger. Little, you not, know, not I, much, uh, not much. Don't fool yourself. Don't be <laughs> doing. <laughs> yeah, not by much, not but by much. I'm a little younger, and my my brain ain't working so well. You know, uh, I I think I would have been perfect growing up in the '80s. I, I think you would too, honestly. You know, I really think you know. Busting out in the old windbreakers and, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. I think I would have fit right in with, with just the style, yep. the attitude. Man, the synthesizers. Uh, oh, man. Getting in with the synthesizers. Love, love the synthesizers. But you know what? Honestly, you know, it's like I, I, I still love things from the 80s, and it, it, it is my decade. Best comedy movies ever made. Yeah, yes. Hands down. You hands know, the down. music, it's timeless. Absolutely timeless, Very. you know. It's uh, and um, speaking of speaking of movies, I don't mean to cut you off, but uh, movies and music that that go together in a song that was very very big in the eighties, especially if you were Italian, and uh, you know used to go to the movies and watch Rocky Rocky Balboa. You, you remember him before he was that old fart training the the black kid now. Hey hey, 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 Mickey, Mickey, oh, come on, Rock, you're gonna you're gonna eat fucking lightning bolts and crap thunder. This is what you're gonna do. Anyway, Survivor did a very, very good song, and it hit the top of the charts back in the 80s. And uh, I think I'd like to play it for you guys. Let's go.
are back. That was Survivor, Eye of the Tiger. What did you think of that track? Like, how long is it? What did you, when you first heard that track particularly, what did you think? Uh, well, the first time I heard it was probably definitely during watching Rocky as a kid, you know, and uh, I probably don't really remember it all that well, but the first time I remember hearing that, you know, where it was a big deal was in elementary school, you know. I remember the gym teacher throwing it on. You know, to, uh, and <laughs> to we'd be playing up, like right? map ball or, you know, we'd be doing like a uh, badminton, you know, tournament. And there it was in the back. I'm bump, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I don't know. Every, every time kid thought they were Rocky Balboa that time, that shit came out. <laughs> yeah, but like I was saying there before the break, you know, I, uh, I don't really remember much of the 80s. So I want to ask, you know. What was that? What was that? You know, aha moment for you in the eighties? You like, know that? Oh man, because you know what I remember? I, I've seen that fucking music video take on me so many times, but <laughs> that is my vision of the eighties now. That's all <laughs> I can remember is fucking aha, drawing pictures. <laughs> 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 well, between that, aha, uh-huh, and uh, flock of seagulls with that weird ass hairstyle, these you know, with the synth pop, and you know, that basically is what. I took like I I really like that synth sound that they all put out. You know what I mean? Like and and the big like that video for one, I, it blew me away. Like it was for like the first time I saw Thriller. You know what I mean? Like it was like a movie, but it wasn't a regular music video. You feel you know what I mean? Like yeah, I remember the first time I saw Thriller, man. That shit was dude, amazing, dude. I was I was in my room. I remember I was in my room, Miami Dolphins colored, you know, sitting there watching music videos like we used to do. And yep. this is the '90s, and I'm thinking, I'm talking late '90s, you know, probably like '94, '94. Well, that's not late '90s. Right but before like they 90, stopped playing like music videos, right? <laughs> you know, I remember. No, no, they didn't stop playing that till probably I was what early 2000s. Really. Yeah, probably yeah, like early 2000s. was a big deal there at the yeah, end, and that right. was I was in high school then. At, that was, was like almost a peak of music videos was, right before yeah, they're they're I was on. right out of high school and when, when the 2000s. I was like 98 when I got out of high school. Okay. So I was I was a 90s kid in high school, 80s kid in elementary school when it was like cool to be a kid, you know what I mean? Like the 80s and 90s, but the 80s for me in particular were like the greatest time to be a kid. Christmas. Holy shit. We had everything you could think of from All right, put it this way. The Santa Claus movie came out in 1984, all right? I was like, yeah, 1984. Wait, I was which, four. Which that Santa was with Dudley Moore. When Dudley oh, Moore played okay. the elf. And um, he, uh, that I got <laughs> I got snuck into the movie theater <laughs> to see it back in the days when you could sneak people in. <laughs> and I remember all the candy they had tied in with it that Christmas, like Santa Claus head lollipops, like huge. Freaking like um, – the big candy canes that were not mint. I hate mint candy canes. I really <laughs> do. I can't stand them. They were like fruit punch flavored and shit. Like, oh, it was so good. And like the toys we had, dude, I had like this. All right, one year, my my dad was, uh, he was a dick. Um, but he, he, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say it right now. He was my a dick. My dad was a dick. But I, you know what? He made Christmas pretty good. He, he was did. like, you know what? Here, Johnny, here's a carton of cigarettes. Smoke up. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't, you know, bad enough to make me wear a rabbit suit or anything, you know. But he had bought, like, the – they had this big inflatable robot that you could control, the remote control. Like, the thing was about five and a half feet tall, right? And he didn't move other than, you know, on the the track that he was – and my dad, as soon as I came down for Christmas that morning, he sat in the fucking – I thought it was just a, a statue, like a toy, you know, that stood there. My dad was in the kitchen, and he starts moving it, like, ever so slightly – 
I keep looking at it, and then he just moves it, and it starts heading right at me, and I scream like a little bitch. I was so fucking scared of that shit, dude. And he was like, <laughs> he couldn't stop laughing, which is why I call him a dickhead, but I'm the same way to my kids, so I, that's why I love being a oh, parent. See, that's great, though. You know, it's like you don't have those kind of standout toys for, you know, I remember... Let me see. I was four or five, but man, the GI Joes. GI oh, Joes were big when I was a kid too. Man, the cartoon was just hitting when and I was me, a kid. I was, it was hitting. It was hitting hard. It was still in the middle of their good run when they made the the GI Joe movie. The, oh, not one the, of my not favorite, the, yeah, the animated, the animated one. one. Yeah, man, yeah. that was that was some stuff right there. I've probably seen that movie hundreds of times. I could still Once watch it. Once was a man. <laughs> Once. You know, that's why I was upset when The Rock came in as uh, as Roadblock. He should have been rhyming. Dude, he should have. Why was Roadblock not rhyming I, everything? You know, that, that, that was a... <laughs> I even got to say that show was racist because they, they did stereotype a lot of people. But like, they why did the Native American honestly, guy have I a think fucking... that's where I get a lot of my stereotypes from. <laughs> that's probably where I judge a lot of people from G.I. Joe because like, I see an Asian, and yeah, he knows Kung Fu, but that's he's a really right. nice guy, and he's right. very unless intelligent. He's, unless he's wearing black, you know what I mean? If he's wearing white, he's a good one. But he was no, wearing no, the black. No, oh, no, wait, other way around. Other way around, other that's other way right. Around. You're, you're right, you're right, you're right. Uh, yeah. Snake Eyes was the, was the, black, the black one. one. Yeah, right. never spoke. Storm yeah. Shadow. Storm that, Shadow. That right. He was badass. And it, didn't he have like a white wolf or some shit too? Like some one of them had like a wolf. They all had animals at one fucking point. They did at one point. <laughs> uh, towards yeah, there was an end, end point where they all had and animals. Every one of them, like the Native American dude, had an eagle. Like, yeah, dude, really yeah. seriously? He's got one tear coming down. Like somebody throws a piece of paper <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I might you know be getting that mixed up with a commercial or something, but that's the way I remember it. I still it. say to this day, you know, I'm like, you know, I'll be at work, you know, I need a little information. Knowing is half the battle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember learning a lot of my stuff from Saturday morning TV. Those, those, the, 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 the shows that you, you know, that knowing is half the battle with the big rainbow, the book. Reading Rainbow was a show that I used to watch when I was a kid. I did watch some Reading Rainbow. Reading I do Rainbow. recall that, you know, on my, my television with the knobby thing. Yes, yes, when you had to move the antenna or tell somebody to go over there with some tinfoil and hold on to it real quick. I'm going to watch the show. You can move in a half hour. Like, don't, <laughs> stop. Don't move. Don't move. Requ the fucking remote was the kids. My dad, <laughs> kids, want to change channel? Go change channel. <laughs> and I remember, uh, let's see. Oh, my God, there was so much. Bring back all these fucking, like, as a kid now. I'm like, oh, man. Well, see, that's the thing, though. I think most of my memories are really from the early 90s. Uh, yeah. You know, but it was it was uh, everything started in the 80s, you know, that see, really my, that I love. <laughs> Mine was, I got, I, I repressed a lot of bullshit, like, in the 80s, but I kept all the good stuff. And, like, I, I can think more clearly of stuff that I did in the 80s. And then it was, like, Middle of the 90s when my high school days were starting. I don't remember shit because I was, well, everybody was. Um, and then I started to remember stuff after college. Um, and But, like, uh, there was a lot of, oh, 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 sorry. Oh, 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 oh. Yes, you okay. you over there with, with your hand raised. Ooh. Did you want to completely I, switch topics or say no, something? No, I, I I really wanted to say that I, like I I found some toys the other day like that brought it like the 80s oh really thing what'd, back. You, what'd you find dude I found a slinky it was all bent to shit like <laughs> it was like the middle of it was all like bent out I found a Rubik's cube with the stickers tore off like that I had that's the only way you beat that that's shit. the way I beat that shit I don't know what it mine had scotch tape all over it and everything I don't give a fuck but um 
But one thing about the 80s I liked was the hip-hop when it started, really. Like, it got me into rap music. Like, what what was... All right, let me... You know rap hip-hop artists from the 90s, obviously. Yeah, a lot yeah. more. Um, 80s hip-hop music, first group that pops into your head. Grandmaster Flash. What song? Uh, Close to the Edge. Good tune. All right. A lot of people would say White Lines. Or Is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah, that's what it's that's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, well, yeah. Yep. White Lines. That's um, it. A lot of people would say White Lines, or they would say The Message, you know what I mean, which was a good one, too. Um, I the Lyrics of Fury come out in the 80s? Yes, it did. Oh, then uh, that's the, the shit right there. There you go. Man. Good call. Good Eric call. B and Rakim, man. Those, those two still put it. You know, they still fucking, you know, Eric B still out there doing uh, it. Uh, yeah, dude. Like, you know what? I, I, It's really funny that you said Eric B and Rakim because I'm going to play a song by Eric B and Rakim. I ain't no joke. I used to let the mic smoke. Now I slam it when I'm done and make sure it's broke. When I'm gone, no one gets on. Cause I won't let nobody press up and mess up the scene I set. I like to stand in a crowd and watch the people wonder. Damn, but think about it, then you understand. I'm just an addict, addicted to music. Maybe it's a habit. I gotta use it. Even if it's jazz or the quiet storm. I hook a beat up, convert it into hip-hop form. Write a rhyme and graffiti in every show you see me in. Deep concentration, cause I'm no comedian. Jokers are wild if you wanna be tame. I treat you like a child and you're gonna be named another enemy not even a friend of me cause you'll get fried in the end when you pretend to be competing cause I just put your mind on pause and I complete when you compare my rhyme with yours I wake you up and as I stare in your face you seem stunned remember me the one you got your idea from but soon you start to suffer the tune get rougher when you start to stutter that's when you had enough of fighting it'll make you choke you can't provoke you can't cope you should have broke because I ain't no joke joke Who can keep the average dancer hyper as a heart attack? Nobody's smiling, cause you're expressing the rhyme that I'm styling. This is what we all sit down and write. You can't make it, so you take it home, break it, and bite. Use pieces and bits of all my hip-hop hits. Get the style down, packed in, it's time to switch. Put my tape on pause and add some more to yours. Then you figured you're ready for the neighborhood tours. The E-M-C-E-E, don't even try to be. When you come up to speak, don't even lie to me. You like to exaggerate, dream and imagine it. Then change the rhyme around, that could aggravate me. So when you see me come up, freeze. Or you'll be one of those seven MCs. They think that I'm a new jack, but only if they knew that. They who think wrong or they who can't do that style that I'm doing. They might ruin patterns and paragraphs based on you and your offbeat DJ. If anything he play sound familiar, I'll wait to eat, say, play him. So I'm a half the diss who broke. You can get a smack for this. I ain't no joke. So the needle don't budge. I hold a conversation cause what I invent. I nominated my DJ the president. When I'm C, I'll keep a freestyle going steadily. So pucker up and whistle my melody. 
But whatever you do, don't miss one. There'll be another rough rhyme after this one. Before you know it, you're following the fiending, waiting for the punchline to get the meaning. Like before, the moral of my story I'm telling. Nobody beats the R, so stop yelling. Save it, put it in your pocket for later. Cause I'm moving the crowd and be a rectifator. No interruptions till the mic is broke. When I'm gone, then you can joke. Cause everything is real on a serious tip. Keep playing, and I experience quick. And I take it for a walk through hell. Please your dome, then watch your eyeballs swell. God, you had a triple stage darkness. When it get dark again, then I'ma spark this microphone. Cause the heat is on. You see smoke in the furnace when the beat is gone. I'm no joke, no joke, no joke. What is going on, people? We are back. Z, I got one question for you before you What's get into that? that. What's that? You were born in 85. Yeah. So. Yeah. Good year. Good year. Very good year. What do you remember most, seeing as how the holiday seasons are coming up, what do you remember most about your first five years Christmas-wise? Uh, well, I, it's got to be 89 because I was living up here in New York, and uh, – you know, I hate being superficial, but it's like I don't really remember, like, dinner or family. Like, I remember uh, getting uh, G.I. Joe. It was actually a— uh, Did it have the Kung Fu grip? Yeah, no, no, no. This is yeah, this is a little guy. Oh, man. the little you ones, know, little yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. going but back. No, this My first G.I. Joe was a helicopter. It was actually the Cobra helicopter. The oh, big old man. black thing, uh, red propellers on it. I was a Cobra I remember guy. the box very well. It was a fine box. Beautiful <laughs> picture on the box. <laughs> and uh, I remember my uh, my old man. I remember him sitting there. I believe it was the chair. He was wearing a pair of very short shorts. <laughs> that was it. That was it. <laughs> that was it. That was that was how Dad's dressed in 1989 on Word. Christmas Day. That's it. Short shorts. That's all. Fuck it. And uh, he was putting it together. <laughs> That's really about it. My sister was just born. Like I remember there being a baby around. <laughs> I don't think I was too happy about that at the time. Love the girl to death today, but uh, yeah, yeah. My I, sister I didn't tried much to kill care me. for it then. And I I don't think I ever did. Play with that helicopter. I could be wrong. You know, I don't remember playing with a lot of my toys. I know I did. I was very, very big into playing with them. You know, yeah, I, I loved the toys. My toy box ranged from like Thundercats to He-Man to like McDonald's toys, like the race cars with the Smurfs and the Fraggles and the Mr. Potato Head and the Potato Head Kids and and oh shit, I had. Oh yeah, you were saying about the uh, the Mr. Potato Head. You know that they just uh, inducted the new toys to the Toy Hall of Fame. No. Yeah, they're. Um, I, I'm thinking of this off the top of my head here, but I know the Wiffle Ball was one of the toys that made it this year. Nice. The game Clue made it, which I figured that the game I Clue would have already been, been in there. there. Yeah, yeah, you know, Clue It was the funny original. actually that you know I, I'm bringing this up. You know, me and Mo, we we, we actually went up to yes. uh, Rochester to the, the to Museum the Straw Museum. Yes. Oh, what a day that, that was. was! And they have great. they have the whole the whole uh, toy hall of fame up there. Yeah. You know, every year what's inducted. And, you know, and what was the first thing? First thing, remember the first thing uh, that was ever inducted? Oh, they even had a whole it? room, uh, an homage to it. Oh, that's right. Um, shit. 
Dying my memory shot, kid. Oh, man. It was the ball. The ball. Oh, that's right. Okay, yep, yep. The first. You know, for me, it would have been a stick. Something, <laughs> that yeah. That was probably you know? my first. My, the, that or the uh, the refrigerator box that probably hung around for three <laughs> years of my life. <laughs> I, man, I that refrigerator box was everything to me. Awesome. Like forts and everything. Yeah. How much do you think a person made back in 1980? A new home. A how new much? Home? How much? A new house, brand new. You uh, could have bought in uh, in 1980. And then, and then, uh, 89. I, oh, oh, let's see. All right, uh, we're doing like a, a low we'll, high here. We'll do low high. All right, 1980. I want to say brand new house, 89 grand. You're high. High. Yeah. Wow. And then what do you think it costed at the end of 89? I want to say about 150 grand. You're high again. Wow. Yeah, so I thought in, the, in, I thought in the, the end uh, of the 80s it would have. In 80, it costed just over 68000 for a new home. Wow. Yep, and in, and in 89, though, 120000 I was close. I was close. Yeah, 30, yeah, 30 you grand were close, off. But I was like, you know, the, the vast difference. <laughs> and and honestly, since 1980, though, you know, depending on the house, I you know they're probably talking. These are probably some uh, really nice houses. Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> but I'm like nice. thinking, I was like, you know, honestly, you know, I, as a fairly new homeowner, I looked at a lot of houses. One hundred and twenty thousand dollars you could find. You know, it was small and it was uh, maybe a lot of fixer uppers, but you could buy a hundred and twenty thousand dollar home up where up right. where we are. Well, speaking of like cheap ass homes, there's one right down the road here. It's like eighty nine thousand. The whole back of it's like falling off. And oh, they yeah, want yeah, grand I'm surprised for it. there isn't a goddamn you know uh, can, what are the, they called the the cease not cease and desist like the, the uh, where they're condemn, gonna condemn it. Yeah, like that sticker it, on everything's it. broken in. They're like eighty nine thousand. It's a fixer upper. Like yeah, yeah, you're right. It is. So what do you think we should do next, buddy? You got any songs you want to play? What do you think? Something yeah, yeah, I got, I got one. Uh, you know, um, you know, the '80s music, man, was was killer. It really was, you know. And a lot of it is silly, but it's it, it lasted so long. Yeah. And uh, you know what, Mo? I I made a mistake and I didn't pull it up. Uh oh. Um, well, so I can't do this with one hand here. So why don't right. you pick something out? I I actually, you know what? I'm gonna play two. All right. Two. Two. Greedy motherfucker. I am a greedy motherfucker. This is bullshit. Just because I don't have my shit together, well, you're going to play right. two songs. Well, that's you know what? They better be good. They are. And it's going to be back to back, and it's going to be one of the first battle raps I've ever heard next to Cool Mo D and Busy B, which if you haven't heard that shit, check it out. Go online. You'll be able to find it. Cool Mo D whoops his ass lyrically like hard. All right. But this, this is one of the first ones that I remember hearing. It is by a group called UTFO. And I'm sure a lot of you might have heard it, but I want to play it anyway. And then I'm going to play the answer to it by the real Roxanne. Yo, KMD. Yeah, what's up, man? Think of that girl they call Roxanne. She's all stuck up. Why you say that? Cause you wouldn't give a guy like me no rap. But she was walking down the street, so I said, hello. I'm gang from UTFO. And she's so, I said, so. Baby, don't you know I can sing rap dancing just one show? Cause I'm can't go, Mr. Sophisticator. As far as I know, ain't nobody straight from beginning to end and to beginning. I never knew because I'm all about winning, but if I was to lose, I wouldn't be upset. Cause I'm not a gambler, I feel bad. I don't need you know, see no. And baby, why you nizzle? The is I is the grizzly, kiss and kiss. So I thought you'd be the best and give me devious rap. I thought I had a good time, I'm sending the trap. I thought it'd be a piece of paper, but it was nothing like that. I guess that's what I give a thing, it ain't that the right black. Thought I had it in the palm of my hand But man, no oh man, if I was red, I'd bang Roxanne, Roxanne, Roxanne Can't you understand? Roxanne, Roxanne I wanna be your man Yo, K, 
Kango. I don't think that you're dense, but you went about the matter with no experience. You should know she doesn't need a guy like you. She needs a guy like me with a high IQ. And she takes to my rap, cause my rap's the best. The educator rapper MD will never fess. So when I met her, I wasted no time, but stuck up Roxanne, gave me no mind. She thought my name was Barry, I told her it was Gabby. She said she didn't like it, so she told she called me Barry. She said she loved to marry, my baby she would carry. And if he had a baby, his name's the baby Harry. Her mother's name is Larry, which is really quite contrary. Her face is very hairy, and you can say he's scary. She does him not hairy, her father's a fairy. It's Rocky's secretary, and son's a military. Back in January, almost in February. But every time I say this rhyme, it makes me kind of wary. It's only customary to give this commentary. You'll never find a rhyme back into any dictionary. But do you know, after all that, all I've received was a pat on my back. That's what you get. It happened to me in that right mix master, I-C-E. Educated rapper, you ain't nothing but a dummy. You try to be chubby or you play as 
She killed the shit out of them motherfuckers, honestly. Quite honestly. It was a funky dance tune. It was a funky dance tune, I, brought back I, the robot and shit, yo. You know, because I can't say that, you know, it's like I've, I've heard that battle before because he played it for me. Yes, yes. But I, I, I don't know Roxanne all that well. Nah, see, no. there, there was like 20 of them bitches, and like this one was the best one out of the bunch. 20 Roxannes? Uh, were were they all that one? You know, was she the same one putting on the red lights? <laughs> You know, I never thought to ask thing that I think we should. <laughs> was, 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 was she putting on the was, red light? She was putting on that red light, and, and, and yeah, she was that smelled Roxanne, Roxanne. She gets around a lot, apparently, according to that DJ well, Mr. Ice Cream Puff. You know, you know what's funny, you know, that um, there's a show I got to talk about right now, and Did I you? can only say that I've uh, I just watched episode four, which was the episode that everybody told me. It all gets good at episode four. Okay, which which series? Oh, would this come be on, <laughs> come that on. Stranger Things show. Oh Jesus and, Christ! And and honestly though, you know, as we're doing an eighty show, right, how right. are we not going to talk about a show that is now changing the face of television, breaking records left and right? And you think about it, you know, in eighties was the rise of the television. It was really the beginning of something like that really was unseen. You know, the 70s, you know, you had your couple TV channels, like, but it wasn't, it was the 80s where you saw things like the Weather Channel came out. Yep. Fox Network was created. Oh, dude, I remember All the, the big networks, on, NBC, CBS, yes. ABC, you know, these were all major networks now, you know, and, and MTV came around and, you know, changed the face of music. I, I was two years old, and I literally remember the day the Moon Man came on TV. And then all these stars whose videos hadn't even come out yet saying, I want my MTV! I want my MTV! That was Sting, by the way. That's my Sting impression. And then you got, you got like, Biz Marquee going... Yeah, you know, I want my MTV because, you know, uh, my just a friend likes to watch that shit. Uh, it's very bad at doing impressions, I must say. Yeah, <laughs> <So laughs> <Damn, laughs> man, you know, the shows that came around, you know, they have made movies out of most of these shows or they have reloaded them in the past five years. Street. Now, does this mean that they were that great of ideas or we're just running out of shit to talk about? Yep. Well, not even talk about, put it's on TV. But you know what? There's a book. That it hasn't been made yet. There's got to be thousands I'm, of books that I'm, haven't been made into TV shows or movies yet. Let's just make every book into a TV show. Why don't you just stop writing books I'm, and put them on television? I'm, make 48-hour TV shows. That way it has a beginning, a middle, and a fucking end. That way we can enjoy something without it getting canceled for a change or run on for eight seasons and have an ending like Lost. I'm waiting for the Welcome Back Carter movie. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see that shit. You know it will happen. I know. Probably you know what will happen. Me just it. looking at I'm looking at a list here, you know, and, and these were these were top TV shows of They're the 1980s, and we've got Married with Children. Aren't they going to be doing a relaunch or a, 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 a reunion? A movie. movie. 
I remember hearing years ago they were going to do a reunion. Did that? They did have one, didn't they? No. Or they didn't. It never ended it, up going down. It wasn't down. an episode. They they got together. No. Well, yeah. It was a, like a. It was more like a documentary. Right, they exactly. talked. I remember Kathy Segal. Kathy Segal. Katie Segal. Katie, Katie Segal doing that. Yes. Lila from uh, yeah, you know, yeah, drama. Yes. And also, what was the, the other uh, one? The biker. Uh, yeah, the movie, I never yeah. did watch that show. No. But um, Baywatch movie. Baywatch. Oh, yep. Chips movie. movie. That shit was hilarious. Yes, yes, it was. Um, 21 Jump Street. Two movies. Two. Well, one decent movie and one horrible one. Dukes of Hazard movie. One, one kind of movie, I guess. That was funny. Willie Nelson was awesome. Didn't they remake Dallas with Jason Lee back yes, on did. TNT? Is TNT still the channel? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I think, I think it might still be a channel. Matlock. You know, yeah, oh, I, I never re- watched Matlock. I grew up watching Matlock with my granny. But that MacGyver, they remade that one. Yep. Oh, uh, Doctor Who, I think that shit's still running, it is, isn't dude, it? They're never going to stop making it. Nah. It's a female doctor now. Did you know that? I've never watched it. Honestly, I hate that shit. For me yes. being such a sci-fi fan, that shit is garbage. She's a female doctor. I, I've got she's a, thing a against, sonic screwdriver. Uh, yeah, I, I've got a thing against British humor. It's not funny. I, you know, I like certain shows like Red Dwarf was my fucking favorite-ass show. If you I ever have no seen idea it. what Red Actually, yes. Well, yes, I have. Yes. And, it, it's, and it's it, where that was... The, the one guy and his uh, mutant cat guy and uh, one person... So we're the only survivors on their spaceship, and then they just them going. It's fucking hilarious. I like dry British humor, but you I can't know, stand it. I, I watch Give me shit the like classics, <laughs> like like Alf, right? Oh, I love Alf. When I, are they gonna I, reboot Alf? Alf, you know I lo- you know what I love about ah, Alf. I killed me. I, 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 I loved right. the movie that they made Forever Midnight with Ben Stiller. That was good. about the creator of Alf. Yeah. That was some dark shit, that man. Was, yeah. And and Stiller killed it in that movie. Honestly, yeah. you know he, he, he was actually a couple of good movies he's been in. I think his early stuff though was his better, like Jim Carrey. The remake, movie. Uh, another remake. I, I think this was before the eighties of the Heartbreak Kid. Though yeah. that shit was hilarious. Yep. Um, I want to see Once Bitten rebooted. Jim Carrey's movie where the vampire. You know, I never thought that was any good. If they redid it, I think and, it would be Jim good. And Jim Carrey, because I remember I was, um, I was on a big Jim Carrey kick for a while after Ace Ventura. You know, and uh, and I remember seeing him in that movie, and he just stands in the background the whole fucking yeah, he time. Basically <laughs> does. I want to see a remake of Porky's. People need to bring that shit Porky's home. is funny. Yes. Porky's was the shit. <laughs> you know. And and how did you watch all this stuff in the eighties? You know, where did. would you be without your VCR? Dude, my parents were very free with whatever they let me watch. All right, like TV was whatever. Nudity was nudity. It was if it showed up on TV, it whatever. was body. The eighties and nineties, well, seventies and eighties in general were very liberal. Like you know, free boobies out. Do what you want to do. Everything, even fucking Sesame Street, had hidden adult jokes in it. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like. Fucking goddamn count was killing everybody. Fucking Oscar the Grouch was a crackhead living in a garbage can. Snuffleupagus was on meth. <laughs> Hi, Bert. <laughs> oh, I love All the right, ladies. well, we're going to get into a little more music here. Yeah, what here. you got you know, here? What this, you got? Yeah, he, I haven't told him what I'm about to, about no, to throw I down here. I love surprises. I love and, it. Uh, what we got? You know, this is something that, that uh, they're still relevant today, but you know what? You would not even recognize their music that they played. You know, I love this band because they released their first album the year I was born. And this came off of uh, Mother's Milk, I believe 87 the year nice. was. Let's get this on. This is Magic Johnson, the Red Hot oh, Chili Peppers. Good call.
We're gonna have to get Fight Like a Brave on here at some point. I don't care if we play two of the same group. Fuck it, it's would, our show. I love the Peppers, man. I love it. They were one of the first shows I got to see. First time I ever went to the Saratoga Performing Arts Center, and there was a big old mudslide down the hill, nice. man. It was nice. sick. Nice. Absolutely amazing. Nice. I think I was, shit, 15, 16 years old. Shit, and they're still playing now. Yeah, like, they're, they're still rocking it. Yeah, like, man. Anthony Kiedis still they, puts it down, you dude, know? Dude, they still rock the sock. They do, you they know? They do not like, rock the sock anymore. Yes, well, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Even they, but, they were rocking the sock before <laughs> I was able to uh, get to a show. <laughs> that was what? But during Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of, like, groups that were still, like, big now, like, this dude was, like, the biggest thing in Hollywood. I don't care anybody. Will Smith. He started out as the Fresh Prince. What do you, what are your what are your memories of Will Smith? In well, I tell you that Will Smith is one of the greatest things since sliced bread, dude. Like he is, he's been in every. I don't even care. Even if his shitty movies were pretty good, man. Like, let me tell you a story here. Um, my first CD. I, I did. You know, we're, we you know. I'm sorry. I got to get into the little nineties here. Hey, but do my it, first do it. CD. Was Will Smith House Party? Oh, nice! Oh good, my good goodness! Yeah, very man. good CD. And I, you know, it's like I, I think I played the living hell out of that thing. Nice. I, I played. Wait, you know what? I think I'm lying. I don't think it was a CD. I think it was my first cassette tape. Cassette tape, right? I'm pretty sure it was. Now that I'm thinking back, because now, not, my, I didn't get a CD till the late '90s, mid '90s, mid '90s. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, my head's all over the place. It was a cassette tape. Nice. Yep, it nice. was my first cassette tape. Got it down in Florida. I played I, the crap out of that yes, thing. Yes, dude. I remember my first Walkman, bro. That was like my sixth birthday back in 86 when – or no, 88. I'm sorry. I was eight years old, and my dad gave me a copy of – he sat there, and he bought brand-new records of, like, La Bamba and, like, a couple of the Dirty Dancing, whatever, like, the movies were big. He copied them onto tapes for me, and then he gave me a brand-new tape. Sue, sorry. First was MC Hammer, you know, you Please hammer, don't hurt him. That was love it, love it. But the first tape that I remember playing the shit out of was "He's the DJ, I'm the Rapper" by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Back when Will Smith didn't go by Will Smith, he went by Prince. You know what I mean? Like, buddy, he did. And Jazzy Jeff, fresh, the fresh Prince. And Jazzy Jeff is still to this day the best DJ that I've ever seen in my life. Ever. He can do shit with one turntable that motherfuckers can't do with two. Like, that's how good he is. And well, yeah, he's, he's actually one of those guys where I think of when, like, I, I love DJs. Love a lot of producers is what I like. Yes. You know, but when you actually see, like, a DJ spinning records at work, and I'm talking, like, some cutting. I'm talking, like, the cut chemist. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and, like, and, like jazz, and man, jazz, like, man. Uh, DJ Quick, uh, DJ Clue. Like, fucking mad DJs were so good. But Jeff stood out to me a lot. And a lot of people say that their music was pop rap or whatever. Whatever, dude. They sold millions and millions. And then this motherfucker went on to become the biggest thing in Hollywood. I wanted to play one song that I really liked by these guys. It really stuck into my head. And it wasn't Nightmare on My Street, which I loved, by the way. I'm not a huge fan of that one. You know, that's one of the few that, uh, you know, it's a great Halloween song. And I know I played it, you know, for a party there back then. So it's fresh in my head. And I was like, you know what? I'm not digging this as much as I thought I did. Yep. But the the, the one song off that album that really stuck with me was Parents Just Don't Understand. And uh, hell yeah, I'm, I'm digging it. So let's take a look at this.
all the same, no matter time, no place. They don't understand that us kids are going to make some mistakes. So to you other kids all across the land, there's no need to argue. Parents just don't understand. school shopping it was me my brother my mom oh my pop and my little sister all hopped in the car we headed downtown to the gallery mall my mom started bugging with the clothes she chose i didn't say nothing at first i just turned to my nose she said what's wrong this shirt cost twenty dollars i said mom the shirt is plaid with a butterfly collar the next half hour was the same old thing my mother buying me clothes from 1963 and then she lost her mind and did the ultimate I asked her for Adidas and she bought me zips. I said, Mom, what are you doing? You ruined my rap. She said, you're only 16. You don't have a rap yet. I said, Mom, let's put these clothes back, please. She said, no. You go to school to learn, not for a fashion show. I said, this is a shine or not. Come on, Mom, I'm not Bowser. Mom, please, but back the bell bottom, Brady one's trousers. But if you don't want to, I can live with that. But you got to put back the double knit reversible slacks. She wasn't with it. Everything stayed the same. Inevitably, the first day of school came. I thought I could get over. I tried to play safe, but my mom said, no, no way. Uh-uh. Forget it. There was nothing I could do. I tried to relax. I got dressed up in those ancient artifacts. And when I walked into school, it was just as I thought. The kids were cracking up, laughing at the clothes mom bought. And those who weren't laughing still had a ball. Because they were pointing and whispering as I walked down the hall. I got home and told my mom how my day went. She said, if they were laughing, you don't need them because they're not good friends. For the next six hours, I tried to explain to my mom that I was going to have to go through this about 200 more times. So to you other kids all across the land, there's no need to argue Parents just don't understand. Okay, here's the situation. My parents went away on a week's vacation and they left the keys to the brand new porch. But they mind. Mm, well, of course not. I'll just take it for a little spin and maybe show it off to a couple of friends. I'll just cruise it around the neighborhood. Well, maybe I should. Yeah, of course I should. Pay attention, here's the thick of the plot. I pulled up to the corner at the end of my block. And that's when I saw this beautiful girl, the girl walking. I picked up my car phone to perpetrate like I was talking. You should have seen this girl's bodily dimensions. I honked my horn just to get her attention. She said, was that for me? I said, yeah. She said, why? I said, come on and take a ride with a hell of a guy. She said, how do I know you're not sick? You could be some deranged lunatic. I said, come on, toots. My name is the Brent. Besides, what a lunatic to have a Porsche like this. She agreed and we were on our way. She was looking very good, so as I must say, word. We hit McDonald's, pulled into the drive. We ordered two Big Macs and two large fries for Coke. She kicked the shoes off onto the floor. She said, drive fast, speed turns me on. She put her hand on my knee. I put my foot on the gas. We almost got whiplash. I took off so fast. The roof was open. The music was high. And this girl's hand was steadily moving up my thigh. She had opened up three buttons on her shirt so far. I guess that's why I didn't notice that police car. We're doing 90 in my mom's new portion. To make this long story short, short. When the cop pulled me over, I was scared as hell. I said, I don't have a license, but I drive very well. The car was impounding. There was no way for me to avoid being grounded. My parents had to come 
on vacation to get me. I'd rather be in jail than to have my father hit me. My parents walked in and I got my grip. I said, uh, mom, dad, how was your trip? They didn't speak. I said, I want to plead my case. But my father just shoved me in the car by my face. That was a hard ride home. I don't know how I survived it. They took turns. One would beat me while the other one was driving. I can't believe it. I just made a mistake. Well, parents are the same no matter time, no place. So to you other kids all across the land, take it from me. Parents just don't understand. We are back. And 30 years later, parents still don't understand. And you know what? <laughs> Mole over here is a parent. You know what? He doesn't understand. I don't understand. I, I I go over there and I see him, and they're and they're watching other people play video games He's, on a computer, and I I don't get it. I want to take that computer it, and go. You know what? Go play a video game. And, God damn it. <laughs> go actually do it. <laughs> but uh, something that's gonna be a probably a regular fixture on uh, yes. on the show here is uh wrestling. Wrestling, you know, and uh, Mole likes his wrestling. I love my wrestling. And you know, eighties, eighties brought around. Eighties was the big rise that put wrestling on the national <laughs> stage. And uh, not that WCW wrestling. All right, maybe there is. I love uh, wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that didn't that was, come up. That, you know, that, if it you wasn't know, for the WWF time. Yes, WWF. NWA, they both No, but it was all WWF that really brought it to the rise. So I've got a quiz. I'm gonna to. Throw at you here, Marshall, to see how well you know your 80s wrestling. Lay it on me. All right, here we go. Question one. Also known as Boom Boom, this wrestler was known for his bald head, black spandex, and often insisting the referee count to five for his pin. That would be King Kong Bundy. King Kong Bundy. Thank you, sir. Managed by the legendary Bobby the Brain Heenan. God rest his soul. Just passed away. Thank you. Question two. Question two. This wrestler entered the ring to bagpipes and had a long-running feud with the immortal Hulk Hogan. Oh, would that be Hot Rod, Rowdy Roddy Piper? That Mr. would be. Mr. You I know, came. there's actually there's four choices here, but I'm not even giving you those. Don't even give me the choices. That was Mr. You I know, came to so chew So I'm just going to go ding, ding so far that because works. he's gotten the first two correct. They live a good movie, by the way. All right, known as The Body. Ooh. This wrestler went on to become the governor of Minnesota. That would be Jesse, The Body, the governor, Ventura. Is he in hiding now? Probably, Because you know, yes, honestly, yes. You know, I like, the, the guy's crazy he's, as a fucking, you know, uh, shithouse rat, but he's right about a lot right. of his craziness. He is very right, yes. All right. right. What else we got here? What Question four. Oh, four. Okay. Known as The Hitman. Oh. This wrestler teamed with his brother-in-law, Jim the Anvil Nineheart, oh. a former to this popular tag team duo. Oh, let's see. The 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 lead stockholder in Jerry Curl Juice, Brett the Hitman Hart oh. with the Hart Foundation. Oh, you know it. Yes. You know it. That was my man, yes. Mr. Brett Hart. He put Jerry Curl to work. I, I loved Brett. Yes. Uh, later in life, Dripping. I realized I think he's kind of a tool. But, man, he put in his work as a wrestler. He did. He did. Uh, you know, Goldberg and kicked him retarded, but that was, you know. No proper name. Question five. All no right, proper right. name was necessary for the wrestler known for his face paint and strands of cloth hanging from his arms. That would be the Dingo Warrior, a.k.a. the Ultimate Warrior, or Blade oh! of Strike Force. 
or the Blade Runners, <laughs> him and Stink. You know, and how many of these wrestlers are dead now? <laughs> Almost every damn one of them. <laughs> Except for it's Bret Rowdy, Hart. Rowdy's dead, right? Yep. King Tong's dead, right? Yep. King Kong Jeez, just passed away. Man. <laughs> Bret Hart's still alive. Steroids are bad. Ooh. <laughs> Often referred to as the dirtiest player in the game. Oh. This wrestler considered and helped size society and often entered the ring to classical music. Oh, that would be the kiss-stealing, wheeling-dealing, limousine-riding, jet-flying. Woo! Woo! Ric Flair, baby. You know it. Yes. All right, I guess these questions were a little too easy. A little bit too easy. Uh, you know, but ones? honestly, I, I, I didn't even realize I was like how much that I was influenced by 80s wrestling. Yeah, you know, like But I a said, lot of the 80s wrestling carried right on into the early 90s. It very much did. You know, it that, right that, in there. that... They, they, should, they should really break it down into, like, 80 to 85, then, like, 85 to 93. I, they they, <laughs> they tried to with that era bull crap, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the new the, era yeah. bullshit. Generation next yeah, and it's millennials like, oh, and then whatever the hell I am in between the two. I mean, there's only a couple of wrestlers that I really like now anyway, so it's really yeah. nothing. You got any more questions for me there, sir? Yes, yes. What I've got, got, I've got? got two Two more Let's for you. Let's do this. Called the eighth wonder of the world. Ooh. This wrestler stood over seven feet tall. Andre the Giant. Ding! That's Thank correct. You. Thank you. All right. One more Princess here. Bride was a great oh, movie. Jesus Christ. That one was way too easy. All right. Yeah. This Come macho on. man was known for his madness bandana. You just said it. <laughs> you yeah, gave me the name. It? Yeah, I guess I did, didn't Ooh, I? Yeah. yeah. All right. Actually, we'll go for another one. No, 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 there is no All right. More. I'm going to ask myself a question. All right. Wait, but you can't ask yourself what? a question. All right. Fine. All right. Who, who, who of us here would have ever thought that out of the Rockers, Shawn Michaels would have went far when Marty Jannetty was obviously the best worker? I did like the Rockers, but Marty Jannetty came back strong with the he, one, two, three kid did, to yes. win the tag titles on Monday yes, Night Raw yes. against the Mounties. And then most people don't realize that the first time he came back from getting his face shattered into the mirror of the barbershop wall there, that he came back and he won the Intercontinental belt from Shawn Michaels and then tossed it back and forth. It was like a week and a half. So, <laughs> But, yeah, speaking of wrestlers that didn't get a good push that should have, you know what I mean? Like. Marty Jannetty should have really got pushed a lot harder. Yeah, and instead, guys like, you know, Rowdy Piper <laughs> get put into main <laughs> events year after year after year. But it was all personality it then. Was. If you didn't have personality, if you couldn't it talk. wasn't until Bret Hart came around who right. had a little bit of flair and actually put some work in the exactly. ring and made other people look, look good. good. <laughs> exactly. That's why, like, they gave the big dudes that couldn't talk managers back in the day. The manager needs to come back. Bobby the Brain Heenan needs to get a clone and, like, <laughs> come back. And Captain Lou Albano and Freddie Blassie, all the fucking goddamn managers that were made wrestling, made the WWE, as far as I'm concerned. Hulk Hogan wouldn't have got shit if it wasn't for Bobby the Brain Heenan and his Heenan family fighting his ass. Tooth and nail, Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff, King Kong Bundy, Big John Stud, you name it, Bobby Heenan has had Hercules you know what I mean? Yeah, remember Hercules Hernandez? Uh, team with Paul Roman in the 90s is power and glory. Yeah. Nobody people remember that shit. No, I, I don't remember I, that I shit. I am so old right now. You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what, what do we got here, Zane? What, what do you want to do? Oh, well, I'm telling you, you know, like, you know, as, as everything that we've, we've been talking about here today, something else that was huge from the 80s. Was movies. Movies. You know, I, and I, I know off the top of my head, I think of two genres 
that I know my man here, Mo, can talk about. One would be the comedy. The, the classic, classic slapstick, romantic, you know. Obscure, I, I, I know it I all. go right to Richard Pryor, Gene Wilder, anything those yes. two did, did together was gold, man. I'd, See No Evil, Hear No Evil was one of my favorite movies. still is one of my favorites. Bar none. You know, and after this, we should go meet Harvey Wallbanger. We should, yes. You know that actually in um, Blazing Saddles, it was supposed to be Richard Pryor in the role of Cleavon Little that took the Bart character. Yep. It was going to be him and... And, and poor and Cleavon, man. He would have blown the <laughs> hell up. Yeah, he would Man, he, who knows where his career would have gone uh, if, you know, you know, if he didn't meet his tragic end there. Exactly, dude. So what do we? What, but what also, you know, the other genre. You yes. know, I, 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 we, you know, um, I was kind of throwing it out there. You know, me, it. I also, you know, I love the comedies, man. Yes. Love the eighties comedies. The Best comedies. films are around, except for that that one disaster, Back to the Future. We'll both agree on that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, <laughs> but the other one is uh, something I'm not into much anymore. But I still love a good eighties horror film. Oh, I love it, dude! Like the eighties had such good horror movies. Cheesy as fuck, but oh, absolutely! So good. You know, and I, I was a scared kid, hated them, man. I was scared of movies like Ernest Scared Stupid as a kid. I, I, you know, yeah. so me when I watched like Killer Clowns from Outer Space, that shit <laughs> yeah, took me that, like thirty times to shit. watch it all the way through, man, because I couldn't do it, man. Hey, I man, get to a certain point, I'm like, ah, I'm out of here, mom. <laughs> it's the real clowns you got to worry about, not the alien ones. The fuckers, I don't trust anybody. Clown with lives matter face. too, man. You That's know how many clowns are out of work because of this shit. <laughs> you know, no kids party in eighties. You know, in the eighties, the clown, the clown ruled was, the day. Dude, I got you had a clown at your party. Boom, everybody was coming. My my fifth birthday, my mom hired my fucking goddamn nursery school teacher to come as a clown. I cried and screamed and stayed in my room the whole fucking party while everybody did everything else. I hate clowns. I hate real clowns. I love insane clown posse. Well, back in the day, not now. You know, back when they mattered. I don't. You know, back when they were a gang. Back when, yes, yes. <laughs> back when they could claim that they were a gang and not the FBI. You know, classify them as gang. And then, no, we're family now. We're family. I thought they were LLC. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are a corporation now. <laughs> oh, but you know what? A movie that I really loved. Yes. That uh, it was uh, the Lost Boys. Oh, man. Feldman and. Can Haim. Gotta love the Corys, baby. Oh, man. And you know what else was the great Frog from Brothers. That? Frog Brothers. Yes. Rock. Oh, <laughs> but the vampires. soundtrack, too, oh, man. And I'm going to bring awesome. up the song here, man. That Dude, was that was a theme from the Lost that, Boys. That was back in the day when vampires were cool. Now they don't sparkle. Oh, yeah, they man. They didn't fucking... They didn't... Uh, oh, I have such a drama. Michael! Yes. Kiefer Sutherland, I still have nightmares about that motherfucker. And Bill from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure as a vampire really freaked the shit out of me. <laughs> Never that watched one caught that me movie. off guard, actually. Yes. <laughs> All right, here, let me throw this on Let's for do you. It. Here's Cry got? Little Sister. Oh.
are back. God, I love that song. I'm gonna have to go and watch that movie now. Love it. Anything after the the first one though, don't don't bother. Just just giving Corey Feldman money, and he doesn't need it to be any more whacked out than he is. I'll have to post a link to a music video that he made. <laughs> Word up to Hame. Word. Miss you. You were the most talented out of the two. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you all wore open in those two. <laughs> uh, all right, we are about to wrap this up today, and I had fun reminiscing about the 80s. Brings me back to when I was a kid, loving it. Hope Zane brought back a couple of memories from that five years he was in the 80s. Next time. Yes. You're not kneeling. You gotta pay homage. You better kneel for this. Take a knee. Yeah, Veterans Day is tomorrow, bitches. Right. G.I. Joe, baby. Feed them some food. And, And man, that that shit was crazy. And thank you, Sergeant Slaughter, for bringing G.I. Joe and WWF together in the 80s. Thank you. Love it. All right. Uh, Now, there was something that Marsh was talking about here uh, before we we were playing that last track that we did not touch on for even a second. Michael Jackson. How do we not mention Michael Jackson? He was the 80s, quite frankly. I think that's why we really didn't mention it. That's probably why everybody was expecting you know, I, this, yeah, too. Yeah, and, and I don't like to, probably you know, everyone. Uh, hey, the, the whole two people that are listening to this shit, us, and then. I'm not who, listening. Me neither. I probably <laughs> won't either. I can't say nothing. Anyway, Michael Jackson, I'm going to play out, and you guys are going to fucking listen to it whether you want to or not. It's bad. And not like in a terrible way. It's the song bad. It's very not what you think of Michael Jackson being a tough guy singing bad when he's. I could see him being bad, man. Dude, bust some ass in nineteen eighty-one. Dude, if dance fighting was a thing, he'd be all up in that shit. His videos were always just collarbone slice you like a razor blade. (laughs) He is always like West Side Storying in his videos. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. Like, chow. Yeah, like you know, pulls out a switchblade. He's like. If, if I ever see a and then, dance and then fight, wipes you down with the glove real quick, you <laughs> know, right. go to sleep. If <laughs> moonwalk his way back. <laughs> anyway, all right, we're gonna go. Z Bunny, Z Bob, Zimbabwe. Well, we have a good weekend. You too, my brother. Uh, give thanks to your veterans. Next time is '90s week, and I'm gonna quiz Zimbabwe. Michael Jackson. Your bird is mine. Okay, you ride. I'll show your face. Rotated. I'm killing you. I feel gonna catch your mind. Don't you dare jump on, jump on, get on me, all right. I'm giving you down the street. Show your smile or let it be. I'm telling you, so watch your mind.